You're listening to this podcast on your drive home from the office, but part of you is wondering, what did I get done today? Uh, you find that you've had too many days where you have questioned your own productivity. Phrases like, that could have been an email, resonate with you, and you relish a slow day where you can actually get something done. It does not have to be that way. It doesn't, because I, uh, I've been thinking about that a lot recently, so... I'm glad we're going to be talking about that today on this episode, episode four of Happy Heuristics, Shock-Resistant Leader Routines and Rules of Thumb for a Complex World. And as you know, Jamie, this uh, this world moves fast, it's complex, and leaders have got to make decisions uh, with trying to get consistent results, recognizing that, you know, as human beings, we have limited computational power. So... Happy heuristics are these rules of thumb that uh, allow us to operate in volatility, uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity, without having to think so much about every decision. Yeah, and that's and that's you know why we're doing this podcast is to explore the concept of heuristics as well as explore specific heuristics. And mm-hmm. so, uh, for those new listeners, uh, every episode we pick a pick a theme, we each pick a heuristic, we stress test it. And so, so uh, this episode's theme is sort of daily effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we make sure that we have an effective day, uh, that we, we, we don't wonder what we got done and, and uh, wonder, wonder what happened with our time? So we each have one. Um, I, mine is going to be don't start your day in your inbox. Okay, interesting. So kind of, kind of a start the day heuristic. Um, uh, that, that really is very time specific. Yours is broader, so why don't we start with yours? What's yours? Is yours going to be um, start your day in Twitter? Is that start, yeah, it's Twitter, yeah. social media. Reddit, that's yeah. that's where to. That's, I can't wait. I can't wait to dig into. Yeah, that. really, that, that's the good place to, to lose your day fast. Okay, good, good. <laughs> yeah, well, that actually maybe is a nice segue into mine, which is it's about making sure that you block time every week for activities that are merely important, not urgent. That's a good one. So blocking time is a, a you know, very proactive task, right? Yeah. And, and it's not just, uh, uh, you know, try to do things that are important. It's, it's, it's blocking time. So it's a very proactive sort of rule. Yeah, and I, and I think the, uh, you know, part of why this one is important is, you know, Sometimes we talk about heuristics as like, hey, there's just too much stuff going on. We have limited computational power and we can't process it all, even though we, 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 we want to try. We think we need to try. And it's no, just, you know, have reliable heuristics, have reliable rules of thumb that help you get there faster and not don't get paralyzed. But but this one is also about recognizing the need to hack our own human nature, right? And in fact, when you talk about social media, I mean, you know, the way this, the algorithms are designed, I mean, it's designed to get us uh, addicted to stupidity, right? Mm -hmm. And to make us think we're doing something meaningful when we're not. But it's not just about social media. I mean, that's part of the problem. It's also about, uh, you know, the sense of... um, for example, a lot of organizations, like they're never going to run out of fire drills. There's always going to be urgent things to do. Right. There's always going to be, uh, you know, there's always going to be fires to put out. And at some point, 
you know, that becomes addictive. There's a lot of organizations where, you know, people love to complain about their problems and they would be devastated if those problems actually went away because they're so infatuated with uh, 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 firefighting. They're freaking adrenaline junkies, right? And so there's this sense of that's where meaning comes from. That's where purpose comes from. That's where ego safety or satisfaction comes from. And the problem with that, I mean, there's probably a myriad of problems with that, but one of the problems with that is uh, a lot of the stuff that is urgent really it's not, you know, in the two by two matrix is really in the grand scheme of things, not important. And I mean, this ground has been covered a lot of times by a lot of people, but, but uh, you know, in terms of putting it into practice, I think it's more important than ever to have the clarity about that discipline and the recognition that, you know, if you were gone through and looked at a task list of all the urgent stuff that, you know, had to do like, you know, 18 months ago, most of us will go, I don't even know what the hell that's talking about. It's, it's, it's meaningless. It doesn't mean that it wasn't valuable. It's just like, uh, but if you look at that and you go, I wonder if in that period, like I actually remembered to call my mom every few days, which I would put in my important category. I'm going to guess I probably didn't do that sufficiently. So shame on me because, you know, when that happens, that is a failure. That is a failure to carve out the time. That's me um, succumbing to that human tendency to go, I, you know, short attention span theater. I just got to keep busy. That's that, that that's how I know I'm doing the right things. And, and as opposed to uh, actually being more self-authoring and saying, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff I got to do. And if I'm in self-authoring mode, I'm not going to let that keep me from staying focused on things that are actually important. And some people are going to go, hell, I don't know what's important. I actually don't know what's important, but not urgent, which is part of the reason that you need to carve out the time for that reflection. Yeah. And, 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 and so I, I think a good test of, of why, why putting rules in place like this is, you know, what happens when a meeting's canceled, mm -hmm. right? If, 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 if you had time blocked off for a meeting and then it's the meeting's canceled, or ends early, right. what happens with that time? Right. And most people would look at that and go, yeah, probably some really low value added stuff. Right. Right. So we, we sort of naturally fill the space, uh, not thoughtfully, not strategically. Uh, we, we have a little empty space and it fills up with, with stuff um, that probably didn't have to happen at all. Uh, if, if it was gonna happen, might as well have happened urgently, probably wasn't that important. And, and you used the word discipline earlier. It, it takes a, a very disciplined person to have a surprise hour yeah. and, and then make really good use of that. Right. And, and so with this heuristic, you're, you're really talking about not relying on that kind of level of discipline, but to your point around self-hacking, um, you know, being more systemic uh, and, and putting in ways to, to, to depend less around I'll say good decision-making, good yeah, strategic yeah. decision-making in the moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. R right. Because if, if, uh, you know, cause everybody's overloaded and, you know, talking about Twitter, I think most people, including me, when the canceled meeting happens, it's like, oh, okay, I, yeah, I, I need a brainless diversion. I have earned this brainless diversion and maybe I have, 
but you know, life's full of trade-offs. And if you don't even know what trade-offs you're making, you're probably going to make crummy decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so, uh, that idea of blocking time to work on important, um, yeah, I know probably the worst hours of my week in terms of real productivity, real good output is an hour in between two meetings. Right? Mm -hmm. So if I have you know, three hours of meetings and then an hour off and then three hours of meetings, that hour is, is not going to be well spent unless, and, and I'll, I'll say I use that, that, uh, uh, that heuristic uh, this week. <laughs> Just a couple of days ago, I had one of those hours, but I had blocked it off. I mm -hmm. uh, think that morning even to say, this is what I'm going to do with that time. Yeah. And you know what? I did. <laughs> yeah. And I got the important thing done. Yeah. Yeah. So how does, you know, how, how are there different ways? Is, is that how this should work? Are there different ways that should work? How, how do you see this rule working? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, practical application of this heuristic, uh, it's, it's, uh, the combination of, of, uh, uh, you know, knowing what's important, but not urgent. And then uh, also uh, knowing when to kick it into gear. So, you know, it can be proactive and it can be responsive. So the proactive condition is when you go, you know, I'm, I'm blocking time off on Thursday mornings, or I'm going to have the thing prompt me to call my mom every Sunday at four in the afternoon. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, and I don't have to think about it. I've set that. I, 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 you know, now I, now I'm not making a decision. I'm just getting prompted, or the time appears on my calendar is blocked off, right? And then I think the one that's you actually referred to it, which is the reactive one. It's the opportunistic one, where it's having enough clarity that when time does open up, uh, that uh, you are at choice when it comes to using that wisely. Um, one of the things that um, I uh, did for many years and, and was uh, in, and it's an idea from David Allen and I can't remember if I heard him say this in a speech or whether he says this in getting things done, but he says that, you know, the way you set up your task list is uh, to organize it by conditions that you are in. So like for, for many years, you know, part of the categorization in my task list is what are the things that I can do when I'm brain dead? Like mm -hmm. I don't have to be at optimal, right. uh, you know, like my prefrontal cortex can be absolutely tapped and I can still knock stuff off of here. Right. And, but then another category is that stuff, uh, it, that, that's important, you know, and part of his method is, you know, having that weekly review. So you actually do have that clarity. So I think part of that is being grounded in what's important, merely important uh, and not urgent, quote unquote, so that you have this sense of, oh, okay, I am in a mode. There's this condition. The condition is uh, time I didn't expect to have. Uh, uh, I don't have to think about it because if I do think I'm thinking about it, I'm probably going to make a bad decision. Go to the list, go to the list and, you know, and, and take the cues from there. Yeah, and I, I think that, uh, you know, in, in any of those cases, you're still overcoming uh, or working around uh, human nature, right? 100%. Which is not to be that, that strategic. And yeah. so even in the opportunistic, it's, it's knowing how to, uh, how to operate in that, that moment, having a habit, having a routine, having a system, all of those are good choices. Um, but fundamentally, you know, how you want to think about that decision. Right. right? Um, 
And I, I, I know I look at my tasks that way. For example, uh, you know, when I write, I can't just squeeze writing in, right? Start, start and stop writing. I kind of need to get into a flow. And, and so that, that, those are clearly delineated in my to-do list because I need, I, I really need to proactively block time to make that, that yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, but, but it is, you know, this is where people, I'll say, just jump into their inbox, right? Because those are, we at least know those are things that you can get done uh, quickly, at least you think they are. Um, mm-hmm. But, but that's, that's not necessarily a thoughtful habit. That's a, just a very reactive habit. So, yeah. so I, I, I think, you know, not enough people do it proactively, right? Not enough people block off time and start looking at where they're going to get things done on their calendar. But perhaps, and I'd like your thoughts on this, the, the bigger problem is, you know, the, the reactive, it's not sort of a meeting's canceled, just that you have an hour, you have two hours, you have 15 minutes. Do you make a thoughtful decision with that time? Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems like the, the, the bigger challenge and the bigger way to make sure that your day was productive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, like we don't need to do a deep dive now, but I think, you know, then there are some heuristics about, you know, like, you know, what kinds of things should go into that time. Um, you know, you and I have a mutual friend, actually the person who introduced us, Sean Patterson, who, you know, one of his heuristics is, you know, invest in relationships before you need them. And, um, you know, because it's, 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 the awareness there is like, it's, it's annoying when people only hit you up when they need something. But if you want to have relational capital, you know, you, you, it's about building it. And maybe this is a, maybe this is a, a, a topic for a whole show, but you know, it's about building relational capital, uh, with, with the belief that that's actually a good thing to do, a self-interested thing to do, even though you don't know how it's going to pay off. So clearly one of those things that's never urgent, but important if you're taking a long-term view. And so, you know, so, you know, one sub heuristic there could be like, what am I doing? You know, I think a lot of those things, and just like me saying, you know, I need to use that time to call my mom. It is about relationships. Mm -hmm. A a lot of it is going to be about relationships. And I think it was, I think it was David Maester, and we'll correct it in the show notes if I'm wrong, and uh, managing a professional services firm, and the same guy wrote uh, Trusted Advisor, Mm -hmm. who said, you know, it's it's a problem in professional services firms where, you know, we, we get into delivery mode and then we go uh and then we're too busy to actually engage in in you know new business development and then the project that has been consuming us ends and then it's like oh crap now i gotta go out and the sales cycle is six months long and so you know it's it's feast or famine and so part of that you know that that heuristic from him is i think he had a specific number it was like you know you are a moron if you do not no matter how busy you get in delivery you should be spending 15% or 20%, I don't remember what he said, uh, of your time and energy on new business development, even when you don't need new business at the moment. Yeah. And, and so, you know, one of our, our favorite questions around in the show is, you know, when, when does, when, where, where are the limits of these uh, heuristics? Where does it break down? And I think what you're getting at with that whole, that whole thread is, is, what is required is that you do have to know 
what is important and not yeah. urgent. Yeah. If you don't, whether it's rules such as that or a purpose or a strategy, if you don't have the right inputs to be able to make a thoughtful yeah. decision about what's important but not urgent, then, I mean, you're probably just living a reactive work life anyway. Absolutely, yeah. And, and, and this yeah. rule won't help you, right? Yeah. If you don't do that, this rule won't, won't help you if you don't know what's important yeah. but not urgent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and, 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 uh, I don't know where you'd set the, set the, the rule, but you know, I mean, there, there are times where, you know, like firefighting mode is you only can focus on the urgent, but I'd say it's, you know, what would I say? I might say it's like 1.5 or two standard deviations outside of normal operating conditions, <laughs> like that kind of a, yeah, uh, that kind of a situation where it's, uh, where you go, yeah, 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 no, I mean, it would be silly to be in anything other than firefighting mode in this kind of a situation. Uh, uh, but usually that's usually it's an excuse. Yeah. Okay. Anything else to add on this one or do you want to, I think we hit that one pretty well. I, I, I enjoyed your input on that as well. Okay. So we'll, uh, we'll move on to the second one. All right. Okay. Let's get back to, uh, starting the day in Twitter. Yeah, so so uh, spend your start your day in social media and then uh, scroll till you until your battery dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds awesome. Yeah, so here's here's really where this heuristic came from, uh, and you know th this would happen to me. This would happen to a lot of people. Is you 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 pop into email, you start your day, you start looking at what emails you have to respond to, an eight o'clock meeting pops up, and you realize you're not ready for it. Mm -hmm. And then, hey, there's a nine o'clock meeting you're not ready for and 10 o'clock and you get to the end of the day. And not only did you perform poorly in your time with other people, which is, which is important, you didn't get anything else important done. Yeah. So, so, so I have my own version of this, but, but the rule basically is don't start your day in your inbox. Um, and, and so it's, it's, it's a, it's a version of yours, right, uh, in some ways, but it's really just around starting the day. And, and I think, you know, days have their own energy, their own vibe to them. Sure. Right? You know, was this a good day? Was this a bad right. day? I still measure that. And, and so this rule is kind of like, well, if you get your day off on the right foot, you're more likely to have, you know, finish the day on the right yeah. foot. Right? Yeah. And of course, days can get away from you. Um, so... You know, my personal practice, so this is how I operationalize it, is if you actually go to the browser on my computer, uh, and I do everything in Google, so these aren't separate applications, my, my first tab is my calendar, and that's what I look at first. What are my meetings, and am I prepared for all of them? Make mm -hmm. sure, make, that's my first thing. Then I go to Trello, where I manage my, my to-do list, my, my, my Kanban, and stuff like that. And I look at what's there and what I could get done and what I, what I, what's, what's important to get done. And then and only then do I look at my inbox. Hmm. Um, and, and so there'd be days where I, I, you know, I look at my calendar and go, oh, I, I, got, I got some work to do. I'm not ready for this. I'd get my notebooks out. I might get a, uh, you know, an application out that we're, we're working on and I, let me get organized and get prepared. I can, you know, I can look at email at 10 o'clock. But right now, I'm going to get ready for my, my first meeting or for all the meetings that I have. Um, and then other, other times, I'll look at the to-do list and, and be like, yeah, I've got some time this afternoon, and here's my to-do list. And then I don't wait for that afternoon to go, oh, what am I going to do with my time? I start to look ahead and go, this is how I can spend that time. Um, and only then do I get to my inbox. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so this ensures that I, I really am, at least in a day's time frame, working on important, but, but, but and urgent, <laughs> I'll say, because a lot of it is about that time, and prioritizing, at least being aware of what's important but not urgent, um, and not getting sucked into, you know, let's face it, email is a combination of important, right. urgent, and not important at all. Yeah. And, but it's still, once you look at it, you, you start to have a response. And, and the main reason for not starting with your inbox is that everyone has access to your inbox. Right. right. There's, no, right. there's no guardian there. Right? You can guard your own calendar to some degree. You can certainly guard your own priority list, to-do list. You can't guard your inbox. And so it, it becomes a, a dumping ground really quick and you don't have control over it. So if you can't control what's in your inbox, you can at least control when you look at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so that's, that's the rule. And it, at least for, well, for myself as well as for people I've talked to who have adopted it, it's been, been pretty useful. Yeah. And so, um, uh, how, how long did it take to find your way there? Was this just something that you, uh, you discovered or did you, uh, or, or was this a journey that had, uh, challenges along the way? So I'll say it's a bit of a journey um, in the sense that, you know, I used to travel all the time, right? As you, we both used to do a lot of that. I, I do almost none of it anymore. Mm -hmm. But usually if I was traveling, it was pretty easy to know what was important because I was going into my client and I wasn't going to have a chance to look at email. Yeah. So, so that sort of took care of itself, right? If I'm waking up in a hotel, that means I either have a flight to catch, urgent and important, <laughs> Or I have a client to go to, important and immediate. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was, it was very difficult for me to get distracted by, by my inbox. And so my work was well delineated. Yeah. Traveling to work with clients at home to do everything else, right? And, and so I'd say, um, you know, as, as, as I started working from home a lot more, which, which I was going to be doing anyway, regardless of the pandemic, as I sort of reset myself at the beginning of 2020, um, then it became something that uh, has been an, an evolution. Um, but I, where it became most clear, it, became, it, it started to develop as a habit for me. Um, and I started organizing my, my browser and, and how my tabs are open and what I look at. And then it became super clear. I did a, a waste walk video um, on my new morning routine, right? Okay. How do I eliminate okay. waste from my new morning routine? Because having a morning routine at my home office was relatively new. Yeah. And I thought, oh, here's a fun video to do, right? Just, and, and so that's when, I, that's when it became most clear to me about not just that I had sort of adopted that, but, but why it was working. Okay. Um, now, I, I think the, 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 key, the key also is that I have developed a habit over the years and I actually have to reset myself every time I get a new phone is I don't, I don't usually get email notifications on my phone. Um, I, I've, I've learned, so maybe it's another heuristic, but I, I don't let my, it's one, another reason I don't want an Apple Watch or a smartwatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've done that experiment is I like to control when I look at email on my phone. And, um, and, and so, you know, that is sort of the exception of this is when we get sucked into our phone uh, as well. 
I've already had gotten to that point where I don't, again, I don't get email notifications for every email I get where that is sucking you into that world. But there's still a, a chance to, to be aware of email without getting sucked into it. But once you're in your inbox, now you're engaged. Right? Yep. And that's the, yep. I think that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I, I think for me, I mean, you know, just uh, reflecting over the year so far, like I've totally, you know, like am the opposite of operating with this heuristic, which I, I agree with. But I think not so much inbox, but like WhatsApp. I'm, I'm on two uh, global teams and and one of them, there's this rich WhatsApp thread where, you know, people spend half the time uh, exchanging birthday greetings and things like that, which is awesome. I mean, yeah, that's, that's sure. terrific. But if I had, but, but and then I'm on another global team where like we've got an event next week and there are some real urgencies. And, you know, so if I have it and maybe you can set up some threads I, i'm maybe a luddite i don't know how to turn <laughs> off uh notifications for some threads versus others but if i have them on you know everybody everybody is you know six hours ahead of me or more so if i have it on then you know it's beeping all night um if i turn it off i mean there are some things that uh you know that i do that uh unfortunately i do need to attend to because other people have been you know waiting for these things for waiting for me to wake up for uh for a long time that's it. But, uh, yeah, so I, I got to figure that out. Um, but, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, one of those, those, uh, clients in Germany, she has a thing in her email that I think is really good. And maybe this is a thing that's catching on. It says something to the effect, I'm not word crafting it here, but something to the effect of my hours may not be your hours. <laughs> so don't let that, um, you know, uh, don't assume that the time that I, send this note to you creates any sense of expectations about when you're going to respond to me. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's pithier than that, but that was the, you know, that, that's, yeah. that's the spirit of, uh, of the, of what she was conveying, which I think is nice. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's, it's a nice reminder. We shouldn't need it. Right. right. Um, but it's, it's interesting that we, we tend to adopt a mental model that an email sent is an email received. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that's just, in fact, we take it a step further often as an email sent, is an email accepted. Right. <laughs> Not just received, but like, yes, I have accepted this task that you've, you've given me through email. And, and it's, you know, none of that's true. Right? It certainly shouldn't be true, but none of it actually even is true. So, so I, I think it's good to have those reminders and we have to understand that there, is a, there needs to be a closed loop there. But I think, you know, I think there's a technology aspect to this. Can I turn off notifications for certain threads? Can I turn off notifications during certain hours? Um, but I think, you know, there's a, there's a bigger factor also at play of what, you know, am I in control of my priorities, right? And, and this does assume, my, my rule does assume that you live in a world or you live in a job, and more importantly, where you where you are fundamentally in control of your priorities. Mm -hmm. Now, so if you were, you know, managing a help desk in IT or a cybersecurity team, or, you know, uh, if, if, if the work that you did was fundamentally based on other people sending you urgent requests, then that probably is, that, that's, that probably is the important thing. Right, you gotta be set up for that. To set up, to jump into your email as yeah. your first thing. And so, then there's perhaps other rules and how do you block time to get out of it and, and you need other things. But there is, there is a 
fundamental assumption where I do have priorities and whether they were priorities given to me by, by my boss or, and, and their goals that I need to do, or their things that I've laid out that, that basically what's important to me is something that I'm aware of Yeah, and, and not driven, not truly analytically, strategically driven by my inbox. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the, maybe a subsidiary heuristic I'd add on to that is like, you know, trying to be in that frame of mind where, you know, sometimes you're going to see stuff in your inbox that does, um, that, that does end up hijacking your time, but it should not hijack your emotions. Right. You, you yes. should always be in a spot where it's like, okay, well, um, yeah, you know, the way our brains are wired to respond to, you know, uh, uh, threats or what might be a threat is, you know, is, is to panic in some way, which is usually suboptimal for the actual situations most of us find ourselves in. And so, you know, part of it is part of that hacking, I think, is how do we put ourselves in a spot where uh, we are again, go, and it goes back to, to my heuristic about, you know, being self-authoring and making sure that we are, you know, managing our emotional state because that's where we lead from best, typically versus uh, putting ourselves in a spot where we subject ourselves to random BS that is uh, going to end up having us probably get in our own damn way. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's a, well, that's probably a whole nother podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. A whole nother uh, dip, dip our toes into stoicism and, and uh, you know, we don't let other people control how we think, but that fundamentally is, is, you know, email is a, a way to hijack our time, which is really the intent of this heuristic, and then also a way to hijack our emotions, which is a, a whole nother one, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that's regardless of when we dip dip our toes into it. So, um, so so we have these two uh, two heuristics, all about making sure we feel productive, feel like we got something done, um, and 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 fundamentally about managing time, and 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 returning to working on important, but not necessarily urgent stuff, one way or the other, at a day's cadence, a week's cadence, a month's cadence, whatever that might be. So I think we've, uh, I think we've covered that ground. Yeah, yeah, this is good. I, I, I like this conversation. I, I, I got something out of it, Real, my, uh, you know, brought to mind some things that I need to work on. So thank you for sharing that heuristic with me. And I hope uh, that uh, anyone's listening has been, uh, gotten something out of it as well. And, and uh, uh, that have been prompted, provoked, inspired, whatever to think about uh, their heuristics and in particular, and the rules of thumb that guide their behaviors and, and, and in particular, uh, uh, how they spend their time or how they, uh, and how they manage their response to the stuff that's flying at them all the time. Yep. And, and, and so, you know, as, as you, as you do this, we, we want to, you know, we hopefully there's some practical advice out of this, but we also want to make people smarter about, managing their their world with their own heuristics whether they adopt ours and then iterate them or create their own that's that's sort of the the purpose behind all this so uh so we we hope uh, our listeners uh you know please please share this podcast with others follow us uh um you know rate us review us give us feedback give us ideas we we love hearing from from folks this is you know we get most of our best thinking from engaging with other folks. So I, I think that's, uh, uh, we, we really appreciate hearing from folks around, uh, around this podcast. Um, and you can find us, uh, find us both at, at jflinch.com 
uh, or mgstrat.com. And then if you want to find the podcast, uh, slash happy heuristics behind either of those. Um, so please, uh, please come and find us there. And uh, our bonus heuristic to wrap up this episode is uh, two-second rule. Uh, leave two-second gap between yourself and the car in front of you. But what about, uh, yeah, that's a nice one, Jamie. But what, what, what's the heuristic on picking up hitchhikers? Picking up hitchhikers, yes, or picking up hitchhikers? No? I think it depends on how, how, how cold the weather is, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, Okay. Yeah, so, right. uh, so that's, a, that's, that's one that'll... Certainly save you time. Uh, yeah. You don't get anywhere faster being closer to the car in front of you. Yeah. My, my grandfather's heuristic, which has sort of become like super symbolic for when our family, you know, transcended its practical uh, guidance is watch for deer. Watch for deer, especially where I live. That's a, that's a pretty good one yeah. where you live as well. So that's a, that's a good one. So thank you for listening. Be safe and be careful. And we'll, we'll see you all next time. <laughs>